Hey, are you going to be able to do the show with a bum hip? A bum hip? That's me. Yeah, you said you had a bum hip. I, I, I got a bum hip. I got a bum body. I got <laughs> a bum everything, man. I'm never not in pain. You know what you need? You need some bum equipment clothing. You remember bum equipment? I do. No. Yeah, you don't remember those? They had like these really baggy sweatshirts back in the day and it just said like B-U-M and I don't know what it stands for. They were a gap before gap, dude. Bum equipment was like the OG. Sorry to keep using letters in all of these descriptions. <laughs> did it stand for something? I think it did. I think it was an acronym, wasn't it? I'm going to guess British Ultimate Manhood. Okay. Oh, let me... Okay. I mean, I would wear that. <laughs> Bum equipment. So it is... An acronym here. Oh, it started in Seattle. Um, wow, wouldn't have guessed that. There's no British people in Seattle. <laughs> Only Finns. And Swedes, Mike. Not just Finns. Oh. And Norweeds. Norwegians. <laughs> Norweeds. Is that what happens if a Norwegian ever, like, finds the patience in themselves to marry a Swede? <laughs> is that what the child is? <laughs> the Norweeds. That's so nice. I wish there were more Norweeds around. I can't find what it stands for. All I have is like fucking Jane Fonda wore it in her 1992 workout video. Uh, I think that's more than enough, Mike. She fixed a whole lot of bum hips. So what's wrong with your bum hip? That's true. Um, Not enough Jane Fonda workouts. I think my butt is honestly too weak. Oh, I got it. I got it. It's perfect for you, Mike. Body under maintenance. Oh, my no God. Way. Wow. perfect. What? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. You got to get some bum equipment. I got to get at least two shirts. Can we get them to sponsor this podcast? Are they still around? <laughs> um, I think so. It it looks like they are, yeah. No way. Yeah, they participated with Dancing with the Stars in 2012. They were part of the gift suite. No way. Wow, they have really upped their profile. Yeah, they were able to choose items of the bump equipment brand to wear during show rehearsals. <laughs> That's just awesome. Okay, you know, that's good. This is gettable for us. This feels like me. Bum equipment. (laughs) 15 bucks only. I mean, we're not going to make a lot. These shirts are cheap, but, you know, money's money. We're not, why would we make anything? This is just for you to, oh, you mean in the sponsorship? From our sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah. I went immediately back to being concerned about your health, and we still haven't talked about that. (laughs) That's, do you think they could help me with that? Or, are they just shirts they're very comfortable shirts they contour your body well that's not true at all yeah i think it's (laughs) the opposite no the whole purpose is to not contour your body's under Mm. maintenance you know like when a building is being built they don't show you what the hell is happening on the inside oh those big tents yeah mike if having contact from any article of clothing on your hip is what's paining you then this is billowy and baggy enough that that will not be Mm. an issue Okay. Dude, you can just bring the waistband up to your belly button and then the billowness starts immediately. So you're you're gonna be fabric free at the hips. You bring that kind of like new flexibility into a Jane Fonda workout and I think you're cured. Maybe the U stands for Urkel. <laughs> I, I don't wanna address that now, Mike. What were you saying? <laughs> I was gonna say uh, do they make dresses? Because that feels like my ultimate solution here. Wait, what? <laughs> no hat fabric anywhere near the hip. You could probably wear an XL shirt as a dress. Oh. I could just get a really big one. Yeah. What you need is a B-U-M-U-M-U. A bamumu. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 
Hello, you're listening to the Instead of podcast with Josh Harrison, Mike Fogart, and me, Dapanjani. Enjoy the episode. Hey, what do you guys think a disgraft is? Uh, oh, man. Disgraft. Uh, Currently in my Amazon cart. Is it uh, inflatable? No. Is that that thing that you could like draw in as a kid where it had like one of those gears and all the teeth and you could use it to make That's spir- a spirograph. Spirograph. Oh, it's that. Yep. Mm, good guess, though. I mean, we're on the right track with circular <laughs> outdoorsy. Yeah, Mike, disc is in the name. What is it? Just say it. It's a Frisbee. Oh. What's the name? Discraft. Discraft. Disc? Raft? Discraft. That's a Frisbee name? I don't know. The Discraft. That's what, that's what you call your Frisbees? Discrafts? <laughs> really, that's a bad name. So, super quick timeline reminder on how this show is edited. We record on Sunday, and then we release the following Friday. So, at this point, if you hear this show, it's probably been like a week since the first, like, rioting happened. Uh, Boys, will you confirm that? Yeah. That is true. Totally something that I think is worth uh, addressing on the show. As you know, mostly we just kind of, like, fuck around. The show is just a... It's the part of life where you can just kind of chill. So... I'm just going to like briefly address it and I'm going to talk about like a learning that I've gotten just like in the last two days and kind of like the the height of all of this. Uh, And I think we can do something kind of humorous with it, but in not making light of the situation at all. So uh, just stick with us on this for everyone who is protesting. Just personally speaking, uh, I support you um, and I will do my part to continue supporting you. I don't need to get into details of that, Uh, but we're going to tell some jokes about this. And again, I think it'll be fine. Just stick with us. You know that we're not terrible people. So please just indulge me here. <laughs> yeah, it's happened. I mean, I, I fully support this too. So it's really good that two out of three of us are in support hey, of... I just haven't had my <laughs> turn yet. <laughs> me too. Okay, okay. Then three of us, I guess. Good for us. Thank you. Yes, Mike, the white man. You just haven't had your turn yet. <laughs> Comma, me too. <laughs> you fucking son of a bitch. Okay, here we go. Uh, so one of the things that I've seen in light of all this is someone posted a story of in, on Instagram, a friend of mine, a conversation he was having with someone on the other side of the world who has very recently been involved in protests themselves. I think it was in Tunisia. So like very real shit, Jeez. right? Yeah. And so the thing that this person had uh, had as the big takeaway of uh, all of the protests and kind of all of the unity was how important it was to just really turn your eye on the youth and start explaining like early on like what it's all about in terms of just being human and just not creating like that separation cuz right. kids as we all know they don't give a fuck man kids just want to like have a good time and screw around and poop everywhere that's what a kid does doesn't matter where the kid is from uh, but that was like the big takeaway and so uh here i wrote this down i wanted to make sure i said it right as far as like the world perceives us like i'm indian mike and josh you guys are white Uh, But Uh like I said, all that comes after us being like just like people, like just human bodies. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that's difficult to remember because it's really easy is like an organizational tool. But like race is just like a totally invented thing. No one is anything like calling me Indian is just talking about like a country that found independence and is like in that geographical area. But it just it doesn't make very much sense in terms of how different anyone is. I need to. Just say that from like the bottom line. So and specifically 
I don't know why any kids would be listening to this, but if any kids ever listen to this in the future, or if even if just Elliot and Miles ever listen to this segment, just remember that, guys. And you guys, just too specifically, if I can just talk to those kids, uh, you have a way better insight on this because your parents are from two quote-unquote different races. But that one thing I feel like is is worth establishing right away. So that's my thing that I was going to add to the conversation. So here's my instead of. Instead of the lesson that race in general is invented and we should just kind of establish humanity before anything else, even before describing what someone else looks like, talks like, whatever. Uh, Mike and Josh, be your own like cool self and tell me something that you've learned over the course of your life that's like a good lesson, uh, irrespective of the fact that you are a white person growing up. You're really asking us to be introspective and inspirational, like on the fucking spot. You had to like write yours down and refer back to it. <laughs> to- totally fine. Totally fine. No, but like the only reason I bring it up like this is because I really think uh, here, watch. I think in like one or two questions, you can find a story like that. And it's worth kind of remembering. So, uh, Josh, do you have any memory of, uh, I don't know, like 1956? When were you in first grade? <laughs> <laughs> 1990. Okay, uh, so you, you being a child, were you uh, growing up in Boston? Was your classroom like diverse at all? Was it mostly white kids? Or sorry to use that word, but like you know, what I mean? no, it was like entirely white, uh, and that was something that uh, I have like thought about a lot recently because I didn't grow up in Boston. I grew up outside of Boston uh, in a tiny little suburb called Holliston, uh, which is white as hell. There were like that even sounds like that store in the mall that everyone goes to who is only white, (laughs) except sometimes the pictures on the outside include one person who is not white. Every time they include one. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And that's like what my class looked like. Like there, I mean, my graduating class was, I think 200 kids. And I think that like probably 185 of them were white. Like, it was uh, just so overwhelmingly white, and uh, I don't know. I mean, it's... it's. Well, actually, let me ask you then. Do you, do you like, have any vivid memories of the first time that changed? Of where, like, hey, look, somehow that person is not white, and I'm hanging out with them? Like, you and I are such close friends, and I don't think we have ever discussed race at any point ever. Yeah, probably not. I, I mean... If you want me to specifically talk about race, then I have to have a different story. But I do remember a moment um, I was at camp uh, and uh, I had like made friends with this girl who was a year or two older than me. And uh, she I still remember. Dude, that's hard to do at camp. Good for you. I know. And uh, she had like a little necklace that had, you know, the like soda can tabs and everything and how sometimes people made them into like necklaces and stuff. And so she had like, I'm telling, how can, how can you say that? And then at the same time, tell me you're not from, you know, post-World War II era. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it was like, uh, they were like, I rain- got my girl a soda top. <laughs> <laughs> no. So it was like a rainbow of, uh, of the, the tabs. And I remember asking her what it meant and uh she said that like oh she uh she was gay she was a lesbian and uh that it was just for like gay pride stuff and i was and i just remember actually having the thought process of like oh i've heard that that's weird but she's cool and i've been friends with her for a week already yeah okay like i still remember that thought process when i was like i don't know 10 years old or whatever it dude was. you have no idea how many like retroactive reveals i have seen in the eyes of people who thought that i was going to be different when i talked to them yeah. uh, and like it's just like wait a minute what yeah, yeah. 
Big other lesson for kids, just fucking, like, if you want to, of course, talk to everybody. It's really interesting just to hear other people's lives, irrespective of anything else. Every yeah. single time you gain some new perspective. Mike, you're up on educating the kids. Yeah, educating the kids. Hmm. I'm trying to think of my own uh, sort also, of... Also, uh, like, if you hear the sirens and everything, I'm in a really safe neighborhood, but I feel like we shouldn't edit those out this week. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go on, Mike. I don't know. I mean, uh, I think I'm looking to my own childhood for a lesson, and um, I think one of them... I don't know. I don't even know if it's a lesson. I met you in, like... It was like I walked into Pleasantville and you were literally like human number two that I met. So like to me for a long time, you personified like the Naperville white person. And like, hmm. I don't know if you ever knew that. And that's probably a judgment on my end. But like you also did some really goofy shit the very first day I met you. So I'm like, I got to watch out here. So like, yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> that was a weird time for me. But I shouldn't have stereotyped. I came to find that you were normal and so were others who looked like you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I came from a uh, my parents were divorced, and I had basically f four people raise me, um, all pretty different in their perspectives. Oh, that's fast. That's like a book. All just like very very educated people too. Um, so I grew up without. Uh, I grew up like intentionally um, without a lot of. Um, I was allowed to make my own way. I was encouraged to make my own way, um, like, philosophically, pretty much. Um, nice. We would have, my stepdad is a is a philosophy professor, so he would just, like, engage us in Socra Socratic dialogues at dinner and stuff, and I didn't realize what was going on. This is a book. <laughs> Why? <laughs> to teach us. He was, like, he was, like, raising the youth. You missed the joke. Why? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Wait, like, did, do you remember any of those lessons or any of those teachings? Not specifically. I mean, <laughs> the one time I do, I do remember is goofy. It's not a, it's not a teaching. He was. No, yes, it is. Let's hear it. I was trying to understand what meditation is. And he's like, uh, you, uh, it's like, uh, he told me that you, like yogis can like float off the ground and stuff. So if I just try <laughs> really hard to float, <laughs> I just sit there and try to float. That is a carrot. I would say, like, can you imagine if you actually accomplished that shit one day? I tried pretty hard. Did you? <laughs> what does that involve, by the way? Trying. What muscles did you strain to try and do it? That's, I guess, maybe the lesson. <laughs> I, I became aware of my own mind <laughs> thinking itself. Mm. Fat? Yeah, that's fascinating. You know, one of the things, I mean, I've, I've talked uh, way too much about this, but uh, I really firmly, firmly believe that um, all of it, like the outward acceptance, equality, everything, um, as much as it should be priority number one, uh, I really think for human beings, it has to start the other way. It's not intuitive, but you have to be like selfish first. And you just got to figure out who you are. Like, look, take a deep, good look at yourself at every level, understand mm -hmm. yourself. And again, this is like, Mike, I'm saying float off the ground the same way. <laughs> your stepdad did but like i understand it's a long journey and what i'm saying but once you figure that out uh once that happens you kind of see you see how you fit into the everything of it all instead of this is just being my life and i'm living just the singular mm -hmm. track and it's all just about anything that relates to to me and that is really 
like natural way to feel because all of life is experienced in like first person mode you know but like weirdly enough you belong to to something way bigger so uh kid lesson number three uh one day that that'll shift and it'll go from being like a linear first person game to an open world and that's like the best i can't recommend the world enough i'm right on with you and i actually have a relevant anecdote um real nice from real life uh my favorite (laughs) author terry pratchett as we know Yep. Do we know that on this show? I don't think I knew that. Do you want to make like a declaration real quick? Do a one second Pratchett ode. Uh, oh, oh God, a one second ode? Well, you know what I mean? No, 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 not like that. I mean, like, uh, just give me some, give me okay. a, 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 your feelings on the man, but don't go on for as long as the books did. Okay. Terry Pratchett is the reason I love reading and writing. You should all go read his books. He's a wonderful man, a wonderful human being. And uh, which book should you start with? You should start with The Color of Magic, I think. But there's a Discworld reading guide out there, too. Discworld? Is that another Frisbee magazine that you receive? <laughs> Discworld? Yeah. Discworld. Huge <laughs> Pratchett fans. Discworld. Um, so, anyway, uh, I went and met him once at this author event, and uh, cool. my mom got me the tickets because it was like at her college. And she went in line before me to like go up and meet him. Of course, she told him, like, my son is a writer and he loves you. I don't know. Oh, wow. Are, but hey, he's right behind me. Um, he, I don't know what she said exactly. So then I walk up to him and I I already want to die. I'm so nervous. <laughs> uh, I'm just nervous telling this story. Uh, and he's sitting there. He wears this, like, he wears this, um, this very charismatic and particular, like, floppy fantasy hat kind of thing oh yeah you framed this photo of your meeting yeah so i, I yeah. can picture the hat exactly yeah exactly that hat and he's got like a little snifter of brand honestly i don't think i've ever seen you happier than in that photo <laughs> i know i was so scared too uh and he he goes he's british and he goes my mom tells me you're a writer or your mom tells me you're <laughs> oh whoa that would have <laughs> been a huge fucking me. twist whoa <laughs> uh your mom tells me you're a writer yeah, so I go, yeah, yep, <laughs> sure I am. And uh, we had some little chat about it. And then the, the piece of advice that he gave me was, you'll, you'll never write anything worth reading until you know who you are. And I was like, oh, oh huh. fuck, nice. I was like, all right. I was like 24 or something. I'm like, cool, nice. Yeah, know thyself. Yes. But it's only become more and more relevant the older and older I've gotten in that world opening way. And I think that that's what he meant. Once you know yourself, like you can know everything else. It's pretty wild, man. Cool. Mm -hmm. Damn. I can't believe that happened in the time. Like that happened in the interaction where you met your hero. Like it just took an A plus moment to like the next fucking level. Both of us just like cheesing to the camera too. That's unbelievable. All right. Yeah. So remember all that shit, kids. Fuck. Yeah. And, And figure some shit out on your own. Yeah, come on. We need help. Don't make <laughs> us do everything. I th- that was the lesson, right? Blame the kids. <laughs> so this is weirdly similar to what you were talking about. Mine's not nearly as introspective, I guess. Uh, but I was listening to this podcast from fucking iHeartRadio. Uh, <laughs> what are you mad at them for? <laughs> because wait until you hear this ad iHeartRadio okay, okay. and Doritos are pairing up for all of the kids that aren't getting uh, in-person graduation ceremonies. Okay, so far so good. And they got a bunch of uh, celebrities to do these like snippet 
commencement speeches for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I have not listened to the actual podcast. It's the whole podcast of like, hey, to the class of 2020. But the clips that they chose are real fucking bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> here are two that I wrote down. These are verbatim quote, like to the word quotes. Halsey. Since we were little kids, we've shown the world that while we can be sold a lot of things, we will never buy a dream. We'll never buy. What the hell a does dream. that mean? Wait. <laughs> okay. We've shown the world. Okay, so she's acknowledging our general consumer nature as uh-huh. humans. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you can't buy the thing you actually want. So it's just a downer sentence. <laughs> she's saying, "Don't sell out." I think she's saying you can't sell out, or it's your nature to to be a part of the selling out process. Mm-hmm. All right. Not very inspirational either way. Yeah. Do you want to know what Pitbull's got to say? Yeah. Well, come on, man. He's usually so inspirational. It's got to be pump up. It's got to be feel good at least. You guys are generation stand up. You guys are generation make a difference. You guys are generation gonna change the world. I'm okay with that. It's way better I mean, than the, the other one. It's way less confusing. Like, that one has a message. It's more yeah. just like an order. <laughs> <laughs> do it. But, I mean, that's what he's used to in his lyrics. He usually tells people exactly what to do in his songs. Um, and then uh, the other thing that they said, this is not a, a quote, uh, but with a special Doritos valedictorian episode where Doritos takes graduation speeches to another level. <laughs> <laughs> of cheesiness? <laughs> I guess. But so, I mean, I was just, I was feeling particularly uninspired listening to these. I know that I'm not a graduating <laughs> kid. I'm not, you know, entering the, the workforce for the first time uh, in these uncertain times. Uh, but I figured that like... We don't have to say that. Yeah, I know. Uh, fucking every brand commercial ever has said it 400 times. Uh, so... It just make you puke. It's just like, oh, <laughs> uh, again? Like, hey, hey, everybody. Thanks for just coming to work. Like, ah, oh, fuck off. <laughs> you know, like, fuck you. Did I send you that video about how every fucking brand commercial about COVID is the exact same? Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. It's just gross. You know what sucks? You know who I feel bad for? And then, I mean, like, beyond the obvious. So just... <laughs> Let's just say that. Sure, sure. I feel bad for the people who made like those little piano ditties that get used in these yeah. fucking commercials. Like, <laughs> I didn't write, I didn't write this for this purpose. Stop. I also wonder if anybody in any advertising departments like tried to actually do something unique um, and they were shot down and like their VP was just like, no, no, no. Look at the Samsung ad. Make it more like that. Probably, dude. That's how yeah. it goes. Yeah, it's an assembly line. Until one person tries something else and then everyone does the same thing. And then one person tries. That's another lesson, <laughs> people or kids. Uh, feel free to be the one person who tries something else. Everyone's going to just follow. Like, it just happens. You know what I would do, especially if everybody follows? This would be the dopest shit ever, is uh, my idea for a COVID ad would be a black screen with white text that says, instead of spending money producing an ad, we uh, you know, gave X number of million dollars to our workers for sick relief. The end. And then not put your name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. You can put your name there. Like, I think that it's it's not the worst thing to, like, let people know that you're taking care of your people. But, like... Don't fade your logo in and out at the end for longer than how, like, how much more you showed the people who are actually doing the shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway, this is all, you know, we're getting a little off topic here. But so what I wanted to do is, like, surely we can come up with inspirational quotes that are at least this good. Um, I don't know if you remember, but a number of years ago for a white elephant, uh, 
my white elephant gift that I wrapped and brought to the uh, to the party was a signed headshot of me where I wrote the inspirational quote, a dream is a smile from the heart. I remember that. It's one of the worst pictures I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, intentionally so. You don't understand, Josh. Like I can, I picture, like I am looking at everything in my room and I can vividly like AR overlay that fucking picture anywhere here. And it's the worst and I hate it, but it was perfectly executed. So kudos to you. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, but I just figure like, we can make up some bullshit like that and like give it to the graduating class. So, you know, originally our first segment today was about younger kids and how they kind of find themselves and as they're growing up. Yeah, let's move on. New stage. Now let's talk to them when they're graduating high school or college and give them some uh, some parting words of wisdom as they enter the real world. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I got a lot to say here. But <laughs> I, think, I think it's going to be better coming from Mike. Uh, but just like one quick note. Uh, surprise, you were in the real world the whole goddamn time. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of lesson one. There's only <laughs> a real one. world. The Wake only, up. That was the only one the whole time. No bells that tell you where to go except the ones that you set in your own alarm. You're not yeah. going to get herded from room A to room B for fucking art class. Sorry. <laughs> That's true. Actually, no, that's going to happen. Your fucking outlook is going to tell you when to go into conference room C. I'm wrong. I'm totally wrong. So mm. I hope you learned the lesson of moving from nothing one changes. location to another. <laughs> Here's the other thing. Nothing matters. Nothing changes. Boom. <laughs> I totally, totally disagree with one half of that uh, bit of advice. I would say everything changes all the time. Hmm. Okay. Me too. But you are but you are totally right that there is a weird cyclical nature to it. So from just one perspective, like step outward, nothing does change. So Mike is right also. So take his advice. He's older than you. Here's the other thing. Every Yeah, it's hard to distinguish between right and wrong and not right and wrong in a moral sense, but in a like universal positivity sense, if that makes sense. <laughs> that that's pretty good Doritos talk, Mike. <laughs> when you hear this back, you'll be like, "Wow, am I Kesha?" <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. So just like pay attention, and um, <laughs> pay attention. Mindfulness is big right now. Meditate. You give them advice that's contemporary, Mike. That's amazing. I was thinking more like like inspirational quotes that you might see on a wallpaper of a sunset or something. Oh, one-liners. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like the one that I had is, hope is a gift that will be unwrapped when the time is right. Oh. Wow. I I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what hope is. <laughs> okay, then okay, give me something better. Yeah. Come up with no, something no, better. Yeah. About for hope. hope. For hope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What is hope? Here's what hope is. <laughs> uh, Can you also describe the photo that goes with your quote? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking around the room for inspiration. What's hopeful? I just realized what Mike said is the absolute reason why everyone made those posters in the first place. <laughs> I, need th I need this. I can't believe wow. someone actually said the words That's exactly true. like that. Okay, so here are some options for you. You've got uh, footprints on a beach okay that's a that's so yeah that's a standard one staple you have like a uh like a very green lush uh mountainside full of trees mm -hmm. a lot of nature i'd say even natural yes. landscapes are big here yeah yeah of course um 
you've got one of a whale breaching on the horizon. Mike, can you do something with that and hope? The whale. That's like kind of explicitly hopeful. Okay. What do you mean? Because, well, no, I guess it's sort of the, it's like he's at, the whale is at the apex of, it's, it's, I guess it's, it's ascent up from the deeps was hopeful. Now it's sort of experiencing the, the joy of being above water, the, the fruit of hope, if you will. Well, yeah, that's what it is. That's what I call it. The fruit the of fruit hope. Of hope. <laughs> it's just a breaching dolphin, and it says the fruit of hope underneath. <laughs> that's incredible. I cede my time to fucking Mr. Bogart. Like, you can take the next few minutes to just literally do whatever you want. You earned a victory lap on that one. <laughs> I don't have any more ideas. Um, <laughs> what about a desert? <laughs> Josh, give us something with a desert that Mike approves of. Okay. Because he is clearly, this is this comes naturally to him. Okay. Um, let's see here. So if we have a desert, let's talk about perseverance. Uh, perseverance, um, perseverance is reeling in a kite that is so far in the clouds that you can't see it. That's too long, quote. Uh, help me out, Tappan. You're, you're like passing things to us. <laughs> there is a cloud in the photo that we just can't see. It's too far away. But it's there. Yeah, a kite in the desert? Are you mocking your own death? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Help me out. What is perseverance? Wait, no, that image is it's so striking. I love yeah. it so much. Okay. Someone who, who cares so little about their fate that they can enjoy the moment. How about oh, that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have yourself a desert kite session. Yeah, lost in the desert? Go fly a kite. Man, wow. I can't believe Josh accidentally happened upon such wisdom. Josh. What's up? You're it. Uh, okay, uh, Tappan, you're it. Uh, Mike, you're it. Oh, Josh, you're it. Josh, you're it. Okay, so it's not really working. <laughs> what do you mean? That's how tag works. I thought you guys were going to run away. No, man, no tag back. So I got to go to the person I can only tag who's left. It's you. So it's me. So that, so that, am I just it forever now? Yeah, why didn't you run away when you made me it? That's a good point. Yeah. If Had you run away, I would have been it well, and in trouble. <laughs> this clearly backfired. I think I ended up being permanently it. And I'm clearly not an ultimate tag player. But have you guys ever heard of Ultimate Tag? Ultimate Tag? Is this a Netflix show that I was going to watch and then passed, but then I asked myself, why did I not watch that? No, there was like an Ed Helms movie about tag, I think, right? No, no, no. no. I'm picturing like a gladiator-style arena with a lot of red and blue floodlights. Yes, that is a show. It might be on Hulu, though. Fuck, I should have watched this. Dude, it's crazy. <laughs> oh, nice. I'm so glad you watched it. What's the report, dude? Um, so it's hosted by the Watt brothers, JJ and TJ and Derek. Don't forget <laughs> about Derek. <laughs> Derek Watt is there too. And honestly, he's probably the most natural host. He's the best wow. at hosting. Yeah. Very nice. He's probably, yeah, he's got a career in media. The other two, I'm not sure, but it's, yeah, it's basically Amer American gladiators, but tag. That sounds fun. I'm going to watch this immediately after the podcast recording. By You're going to like it a lot. So it's based, it's all like parkour free running stuff. 
and um, oh, just like Spider-Man PS4, which by the way I love so much. It is so much like Spider-Man PS4. Nice. Like the park, the professional taggers are incredible athletes. It's so fun. That's awesome. We should get our friend whose name we can't say to be on this show. Remember how athletic she is? Why can't you say his name or her name? It's a she, Josh. She would be great on. She would be perfect for the show. I wonder if she'll do it. The problem is like. Uh, they play the 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 contestants play the game too much. Like it's too it's too easy to just hide and like. They said that was the whole point. But they they like game the they game the space, so they're not taking advantage oh. of like. It just every round devolves into like a little hiding thing, and it's not as exciting as it should be. Smooth. What do you call that in video games when someone just like sits in a park? Camping. Camping. Yes, they're camping. These Ew. maps encourage camping. I know. Ew. Tag with camping. It's the worst. Lame. So I would like to pause it. I would like to ask you, uh, how can we improve this game? And who's your gladiator? Who are you? What's your persona? This is easy. I, well, it's easy to fix. We just need to make transparent uh, like environments. Like whatever Dude, cool. items they're using mm. to hide behind. Like I assume they're like gigantic orange pads or whatever. Like, just make them clear. Make them see-through. All plexiglass. I think they yeah. have some clear stuff, yeah. They have, um, there's a round, so the first round is like this, this like, city kind of scape where you're running around. The second one, you're supposed to, uh, and the, the last guy tagged, or girl tagged, uh, loses. Or wins. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I hope you understand the game as well as me. Wait, so you want to be tagged? You don't want to be tagged. Last one alive wins. Last one alive wins. And then the second round, you're on the same thing, but you're trying to run to one other side and like bash a button, and that count that gets you like a point, and then you start over. Classic event. Yes. And then the final round is like your classic climb the mountain, fastest up the mountain wins kind of thing. What does that have to do with tag? Well, you're not supposed to get tagged as you go. That's kind of <laughs> they're trying to tag you though in all of the rounds. <laughs> I bet you they just had that leftover from the gladiator set. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, the flags are like flag football. They're like strapped to your vest, so they're wow. not just pushing. Like, Wait, vests? I have to run around in a vest? I can't play tag in a vest. Yeah. No, no, no. Let's innovate on that, too. I know, and the, uh, we, need better, we need better professional taggers. Their names are terrible. We have Bulldog, uh, Caveman, <laughs> LaFlair. It's L A Flair. Two different. Ones. I swore it was L A Flair, but it's La Flair. Uh, <laughs> there's one guy whose name is just Horse. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's not good. Wait, I knew a horse. There was a guy that went by Horse that worked at Harmonics with me. He oh. was cool. He went by Horse. He went by Horse. Yeah, that was not his name. I don't know where the name came from. You don't know where the name came from? Well, can you take a guess? I mean, he was a tall guy. <laughs> Sorry, just to be clear. Josh, you think horses, you think tall. <laughs> well, I think like large, majestic creatures. I don't know. Oh. If you mean, did he have long hair, like a mane? No. No, no, was no. Was his name anything that sounded like the word horse? No. No. <laughs> I'm not sure. You just didn't fucking care. That's unbelievable. Amazing. <laughs> How long did you work with him? I worked with him for like a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> with that over there, that's a horse. Yeah. Why do they call him that? Oh, you know, I've never fucking thought to ask. <laughs> I just took him at his word. I don't know. Unfathomable. Took him at his word. <laughs> well, I mean, other people at 
the word about him it's not like he introduced himself like hello i'm horse like i don't know it, i mean it would be rude to be like why yeah yeah <laughs> that's true hi i'm mike why that's what we uh, should be asking why are you yeah. mike <laughs> i'm not sure uh but i would like to know your personas though okay in the same vein in the same vein like just do better like you could do better than the flow or big deal Okay, <laughs> I want <laughs> I want to be the child, and I realize that biologically this is going to be a little tough, but the child of uh, Usain Bolt and Alex Hummeld. Okay, because then I've got the speed and the vertical speed, so mm-hmm. speed horizontally and vertically, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So like, I'm just going to crush all of this. Yes, they would, you would be the you would be incredible. Yeah, I'm really, really thankful that your nickname is not the child because that's what I originally <laughs> thought was happening. <laughs> Me too. I thought that's where it was gonna stop. And no, you no, took no. Such a long pause, and then I mean, don't get me wrong. You continued with an even weirder fucking turn. Yeah. But uh, what's your name after this kind My of my name marriage is going to be Specter because I'm just <laughs> gone. I'm just like, you can't find me when you're trying to find me. I'm just, I'm invisible. I, it seems like I can pass through walls because I'm so fast. Cool. Are you, do you wear a sheet like a ghost? Um, yeah, but it's, uh, what, what color is the arena? Like the walls of the arena? Uh, they're uh, like black foam kind of vibes. Yeah, it's a black foam sheet. <laughs> <laughs> You're running around oh, in foam. So, yeah. You're, cam- you're camouflaged to your surroundings, but in a ghost costume still. Right. With the little holes cut out for my eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. You know, just considering the subject of to this week's episode, I'm not encouraging anyone to go in black foam because he has just described <laughs> exactly what going in black foam would oh be Oh, my God. Like. You're allowed to wear black clothing. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but cut holes out for my eyes, Josh. <laughs> Come on, man. Okay. Okay, fine. Uh, I am going to be... Did you cut out a little lips breathing hole, too? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, no, here's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be mirrored. Okay. That was Thank mine. God. Fuck. I like this much better. Much better. That's a Beautiful. good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Mirrored. And so you're Specter of the Mirror. Yeah. Is mirror face okay? 100%. It's encouraged. Okay, I encourage great. everyone to go in mirror face. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Spectre's already taken. Uh, I'll go with uh, USB port. You <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately resourceful. <laughs> Fits with everything. Okay. You know? hey, yeah. Yeah. USB-C yeah. be- even. Yeah, USB-C. You almost, you almost need to tag me, you know, if you want to get a charge out of the other things in your life. But mm. you're like a resource to the other taggers. But oh, you know what else is in, in the vein of USB ports? Sometimes they try to get you, but they don't do it. They, you know, they can't find you, or they got to flip the thing over. So I'm, I'm difficult to begin with. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I guess that's helpful. That is uh, helpful in a competition. That's true. Now I'm pick I think the real innovation we're making here is we're making this into like a team fortress style game where we have taggers who could do different things. We can like resupply each other as we go. We've made it a whole mm. sort of open world battle. Are you saying we've invented tag team? Whoa. <laughs> we're we are hot on the adventures this week. We're just nailing the Port Vantos.
understand the Urkel thing that I said? You just moved on so quickly. Dude, I didn't. I didn't either. You were talking about uh, bringing the waistband of your pants up super high. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. That's my bad. Yeah, no, it's yeah. okay. If you want, we can post this apology as the post credit segment. I'm sorry, too. I'm sorry, Josh. Well, yeah. We missed your joke, and we feel bad. It was funny. We steamrolled you. <laughs> hmm. No. So how are you apologizing? Like, what is your make good? I make good? I'll wear my pants at Urkel height. For how long? Well, how long did he wear them? Jesus, man. You didn't do anything that I need. <laughs> like seven seasons. I don't need to apologize that hard. Okay. <laughs> Me neither. I'm not going to do that. I think my <laughs> words are words, not deeds. Or no, is it deeds, not words? I'm not it's sure. It's deeds, not words. Talk is cheap. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>